Hello and welcome back to the Station Manager Files. My name is Danny Humby and I'm the Membership Exec Officer of the SRA and Station Manager at Radio Sonar. The whole point of this podcast is to hear and find out about all the different station managers across student radio. And it's going well. And I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying getting to know people. And hopefully there's people out there that are gaining some insight into other student stations that may be beneficial to their own. So let's get straight into this week's episode. We've got two people, should be a good one. But let's find out who it is from them right now. I am Dom and I'm one of the station managers at Newcastle Student Radio. And I'm Dom Batterhart of the station management at Wellington. Um, yeah, we sort of ended up doing it by accident really, didn't we Dom? Well no, I, I didn't, you did. <laughs> I, I kind got, of I got talked into it. Yeah, I very much talked talked you into it. Yeah. Oh, sorry for you. I remember being on a night out once, and um, you came up to me quite quite drunk actually, and said, "Emma, I want to run for station manager next year, but I don't want to do it on my own. Will you do it with me?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so, Dom. I'm not not. I don't think that's going to happen." And I remember from about two months afterwards, you kept littering it into conversation, and I was like, "No, never going to happen. Never going to happen." And then um, I caved in eventually, and here we are, a year down the yeah. line. So, is your station always two station managers? You no, so it was last year as well. Um, so we we had our mum and dad last year, and then we have taken on the fun auntie and uncle role, haven't we, Dom? But yeah, no, it's usually just one. There's no reason, but we're usually one station manager and two deputies. But because there's two of us, we've only got one deputy this year. So it's always a little team of three. So still the same, but it is nice doing it as a pair. Having my little. But did you guys friend. run like a joint campaign? Yeah. 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 yeah it was pretty nice. terrible to be honest. I mean, it was all online at the time. <laughs> it was a nice little video that I'd very poorly edited together from my kitchen of us just basically being like, please vote for us. And then yeah, it was all very cringe. Making lots of promises that we can't keep. <laughs> that we I don't think we've actually <laughs> took anything off the list we said we were gonna do yet. We're just we've, we've, done, we've done like one one thing. I swear I swear we've done one thing. <laughs> we made it on air, that's the main thing. Yeah. That's the main thing. I mean, how many promises did you have? Not many, to be fair, because the video was only like two minutes long and it was mostly just us, again, talking about ourselves, being like, hi, we study this, we do this. And then, yeah, I, honestly, I can't even remember what we said we were going to do. Like, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I want to say, we said something about societies and then, I don't know, we were like, we're going to make it really community feel. But I think basically we just promised that we were going to, because obviously when we ran, it was in COVID times. And I think we basically said we were going to make NSR happen. And we, we have, so we'll we'll take that as a win. So you guys are on air. We yeah, are on yeah. air. Luckily, is there a juicy story about how you managed to secure being on air, or is it just that the SU were all right with it? Oh bloody hell! It was um, quite a mission getting on air, wasn't it, Dom? I don't I see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't glorify it with calling it a juicy <laughs> story. I just think it was it, a shamble. It, it was a long. It was a long slog, wasn't it, Emma? I mean, like. <laughs> There was about a month where I think Dom and I spoke on the phone every day and there was one day we came off, we've been on FaceTime for like genuinely about four hours and I was like on the brink of tears, like by the end of it being like, Dom, I can't do this, like it's all too much. But basically like we we had a meeting before we even came back to uni, like we had all these grand plans, like we knew what we wanted to do. And basically the head of the SU was like, you can't come into the studio, you're not allowed in because COVID. So we were like, right, okay, we sort of predicted that was going to happen. So we'd, we'd had a backup plan, which we presented to him. And he said, oh, sorry, the uni's just been cyber attacked. So you can't have any like remote access. <laughs> so about two weeks of work went out the window. So we were a bit good about that. 
and then we came up with another idea and then we found out I remember getting a call from Dom one day and he sounded really really annoyed and I was just sort of <laughs> laughing at him down the phone and he said Emma they've unplugged the server like they said it's not safe so we've got no server we've got no access to anything so yeah Do you, in the end, you I mean, answered that phone call as well because you said to me are you all right and then I said no and you're and you're about to not be as well oh, I was I was doing all right but um yeah this does feel almost in the realms of juicy story you know there's a, not many have a cyber attack as part of their opening segue into you know their year I mean to yeah, be fair, it, yeah it was a bit dramatic it was quite it felt quite dramatic but it, I don't know it just I suppose from a, from an outside perspective, anyone listening to this, they'll think, oh, that sounds all, all exciting and stuff. But for us, it was just like one boring thing after another that was just like, you know, ruining everything for us. And it just took ages because I think the impression that we got um, from the SU guy was that it was going to be a lot of red tape for us to do stuff and that we were going to have to like ask permission for basically everything we ended up doing. And uh, that actually just wasn't the case. We just we were just left to our own devices, really. So once we kind of figured out, okay, maybe this red tape is just a is just a facade. We we just sort of kind of we we had to do it ourselves, basically, didn't we? Find the solution ourselves and get it all like paid for ourselves. Yeah, it was very much a DIY job. But you the are thing now is as well, on air. Yeah, yeah, but Dom and yeah. I are so inept. Like, this is the thing that's so funny about it is that we know nothing. Like, I genuinely don't, I don't mind me saying this, but genuinely, I don't know how we really ended up here. And I think we, or I certainly came into it probably really naive, being like, oh, yeah, someone will tell us what to do. There'll be some like student station manager Bible, and we'll just basically tick everything off the list and you turn up and you have the handover and then we were sort of like here's the password to the social media and then it was like oh right what do we do now <laughs> literally so it was it so was i've started this podcast to try reassure other station <laughs> managers and reassure people that may be tempted to be station managers that it's actually you learn on the job and what you guys are telling me at your station actually that's not the case at all no 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 it's no, I, been, it's, no okay. I, it is massively learn on the job because like this is initially sort of when we were we were really excited and like we said we had all these ideas and it just like honestly couldn't have gone any worse for us to start with but I think to be fair like if we were doing it on our own I think it would have been horrendous because mm. the good thing is is like we've always got each other to be like should we do this like is this rubbish is this gonna work and I would say Dom is like comes at it from a more holistic media approach because he writes for student paper like it's much more of a career option for Dom whereas I'm merely here to have a bit of a laugh hence why I got to it <laughs> so I feel like we do kind of balance each other out like we sit on opposite ends of the spectrum so I do feel like we meet in the middle and balance it out and it is a learn on the job thing like we're friends first before we did this so I don't know I do think it actually works quite well and we are figuring it out like we are doing all right I think like it could be worse. yeah I, th- I think I think we came to a pretty good solution so uh, the solution that we basically came to is that we were going to use uh, radio.co which is like a you know broadcast from home service and we got that all paid for and managed to get it all set up and it was yeah it would it's it's worked well so far they've been they've been technical we had teething problems should we say we, we did have teething problems it was about two weeks where i was getting messages from people that i've never met in my life being like how do you do this what's this what's this and i was like just trying to write a dissertation and be like oh my god leave me alone i um, did so I many answers. I did so many Zoom calls with people. Yeah. I felt I should like advertise office hours. I honestly yeah. was doing that many. Literally, but we made it. 
that's all that, that that that's the joy of of being a station manager right is that you do get these interesting inter- interactions with people in your interesting station is definitely a good word <laughs> to be honest Danny, yeah. i am um, i i feel like i may have said this story to emma before but like at, at sonar we've got a dimmer switch in in our studio um and i would this was more last year um i would get messages regularly being like danny the lights aren't working <laughs> i think the lights have gone out and i'd be like have you it's a dimmer have you tried just holding it down <laughs> and they'd be like never mind don't worry and i'd be like cool guys that's sick thank you for stressing me out for no reason when you could just we have a switch. we have a similar thing in our studio don't we which is the radiator that never switches off oh, yeah it's like baking hot in there like 24 7 but so this this radiator never switches off and someone really cleverly had put the studio pc right next to it so when <laughs> i got back in september this this pc was uh, it was dead there's no other way of describing it, it oh yeah it... that was the other thing wasn't it because you actually managed to go in to like scope out the situation and then like nothing would even turn on or like when you turn yeah. it on he called me he's like what do I do about this and I was like I don't know like I don't have an IT it's like all these error messages on the screen but yeah I mean it's... so have you have you guys basically handed all the, the tech stuff yourselves um, yeah yeah because like even us like we've got a good committee but like dom and i are a bit older so everyone else comes i think you have those years naturally where you'll have a mix of people that are quite new and people that have been there for a few years but last year we were on we were both on committee last year as well like dom was head of music and i was head of like flagship but then basically the flagship yes like breakfast and dry time like entertainment oh, wow. you guys are bougie <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah so are we really not it's um it's all a facade but yeah so like what was he gonna say i've forgotten this is what i do when don't do yeah he calls me, yeah, calls I, me yeah, up I and asks me a question you, you, were, you were saying that last year's exec was more experienced oh right yeah so obviously like last year we, we kind of had an exec that was more experienced and we've been on for like a few years whereas this year it is everyone that is kind of new so we have kind of like they don't know anything about running radio anyway especially in covid times like remotely so even like our head of tech and stuff like it's just so difficult so we've had kind of had to find our feet and i would say learn about it but honestly i don't really know what i do know about these things now um, so how many people yeah. are on your committee go on you take it's on. like eight or nine no it's more than that it's like 11 of us is it um, yeah i don't know it's good knowledge <laughs> so right. i only found no, out yesterday. no there were like 11 of us <laughs> last year because there were a lot of there was more than one position that was filled by two people yeah yeah about the nine the answer is yeah, i don't know nine, <laughs> yeah, we're really <laughs> terrible my head. i only found out yesterday that we we're actually when we were actually established so that was good um and, yeah and what's the answer to that 97 <laughs> older than me that's the main thing but yeah so yeah it, it's nice because we've got a good mix like we've obviously got us like a deputy um like music entertainment news obviously everything like this and it's nice because sort of everyone comes at it with a common goal in like making good content like our committee is very content focused I would say some other stations will have like a head of like, I don't know like a programming and editing and stuff like this and like presenting whereas we just have like head of different bits of content and then we sort of figure everything else out along the way um but yeah I don't know what be, that's, a, that's a fair enough approach though it sounds like some stations might be more technical focused than you guys whereas you guys are just all about that content grind 100%. I think we kind of are moving in that's we're, we're kind of incorporating that as well this year so we're, we're trying to improve like our branding and stuff so we've you know approached some student artists and they've you know made some logos for us made some social media stuff for us which we're going to be coming out within the next few weeks so I think we are kind of 
Pakistan exclusive. Uh, <laughs> you, you might call it that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't term it anything. It's really underwhelming. So excited. <laughs> but yeah, so, we are kind of moving in that direction. But how how is this? How uh, that this is such a broad question. So feel free to to say. You just said that the station started in '97. How has the station evolved over that time period? Has it has it always been content based, or you know, have you did you have like low periods? Have you had high periods? Just give me the history. <laughs> I'm happy to take this one. Um, so obviously we weren't really cutting about a lot at NSR when I was like six years old, so I don't really know. But um, <laughs> I have been lucky to speak to some of our like, old alumni who were here maybe in sort of like. 2010 2013 kind of times and even then we were one of the smaller stations and I think it was 2013 we like hosted the SRA conference I think and that was like wild like when they hosted it it came as such a shock and sort of everyone turned up and was like how on earth did these guys like bag this like it was a (laughs) bit of a shambles I think but basically we've always been kind of like the underdog or like the people that just sort of like float by like we don't do anything like crazy but then I would say in the last few years like I didn't join until I was in second year so Dom and I've both been like part of it for like three years now but even since then I would say it's grown so much like we've got a lot more members now like I don't know I just feel like we've got a bit more of a name for ourselves like when we won a couple of things at the SRA like that was mad like we had station managers from like four or five years ago like messaging us being like yeah this is crazy like we this was like like a dream like when like miles off when when they were here so I suppose we have grown but I wouldn't really say that's down to me and Dom I'd say that's like the last two years before us that sort of put that shift in so I think it is just a a grind for us to keep that going really like we don't want to just make do like we want to do actually do like good stuff do you know what I mean yeah so so are there things that you want to achieve for the rest of your time as station managers or are you just sort of is your goal just to keep the station vibing I think Emma's goal was more content based than mine. I just want to keep us like on, I just want to keep us running. And also I think like what we've done this year is we've modernized a lot of stuff that wasn't very modern like last year. So the system that we've got now allows us to broadcast from home. And that was like massive because for when the, when the lockdown happened in March, that was just it for NSR. It just, everything stopped in March and you know, it was, it was pretty devastating for people like, you, you missed out on a good few months of radio and like what we've done this year is, is has allowed for that situation to sort of become a thing of the past and I think that what we're doing with the brand and stuff like that is going to help as well yeah I think stations often have this sort of bit of like a they just have a bit of like a lull period of that type of thing because people just don't focus on it do they and then they just have people come in and shake it up and it sounds like what you guys are doing how many um, me- <laughs> how many members have you guys got Oh gosh, uh, uh, I, I think last year it was like <laughs> over 100 and I think this year I want to say it's a bit less obviously because COVID um, like semester one I think it was more and obviously people sort of have more deadlines and more serious in second semester so like drop off but yeah I think it's we're still done all right like it's better than I thought it was going to be because what we were really worried about like we I think NSR is kind of known at the uni anyway sort of like people will know us from doing like events so we have like the fight night which we'll go and do and we'll have like freshers where we're literally out on campus with like these huge speakers just like stood on some kind of like rooftop bar like having a laugh and um I don't know like people will see us at those kind of things and that's how they'll get to know (laughs) and that is how they'll get to kind of like know who we are but then obviously we missed out on all that this year so we were really worried that 
we just would really struggle to get members but I think we've been lucky that people have still been keen and like getting involved so I think it's it is down I don't think that was down to anything we did I think we were quite fortunate I think there's probably a lot more we could have done and um, but it kind of worked in our favor anyway so that was fortunate <laughs> I don't from from what I'm hearing it sounds like you guys have done a lot to keep it going for the success it is so I don't know why you keep saying it's nothing to do with us because it does sound very much like it's to do with you guys I think I think that that is kind of just us though me and Emma have got like massive imposter syndrome where we we just don't think that anything we do is good and then whenever we say that to other people, they're just sort of like, well, no, you've done loads of stuff. And we're just sort of like, no, no, we haven't. Come on, don't, that, that, don't kid yourself. That actually brings me on really nicely because it, it is a recurring theme that's come up in these conversations. How are you guys finding the responsibility of basically overseeing a, a, a radio station? I'd say it's quite funny because, because, I mean, personally, like Dom says, we are literally the king and queen of undersell. Like we'll always undersell everything we do. And that is probably not a great way to be. But I would say we don't approach it from a massive managerial perspective. Like, I think we approach it as like, come be our friends kind of perspective, which probably isn't the right way to do it. But honestly, I think that keeps us sane. Like, I think if we came in and was like super stressed about it and being like, oh my God, this is like a full-time job. Like, because it kind of is like, you could literally spend every minute of every day doing it and always find something to do and make better. But I think I think you have to remember like we are here because we enjoy it and it's fun and if you let the stress get too much you won't enjoy it and like that's for me at that point like I wouldn't be having a good time and I just wouldn't want to be involved I don't know what Don would say but yeah I think I've I've come to that sort of position I think earlier on I tried to do do more of the sort of managerial role and it was just making me so stressed like trying to keep tabs on what like all the exec are doing all the time and like every show and like trying to <laughs> just just improve different aspects of the station and while I think we've done a lot of that I just think at this point I'm I'm kind of a, in a in a happy place where if something doesn't quite work but I think we've tried our best then I'm not I'm not going to beat myself up about it because I think I think even one of our execs said it we, we've kind of been handed a, a poison chalice this year in terms of everything we do is going to be incredibly difficult not only in terms of content but just in terms of you know like keeping everything ticking over but that that comes back to the whole thing about learning on the job right because it sounds like you guys had a different approach at the beginning than you do now and then you're dealing with it better right that means you're doing a good job i think we've got yeah i think we've probably got better at delegation as well which I think is a massive thing like you've really got to utilize your exec and I just don't think we necessarily do that at the beginning we kind of be like what do you want to do like we'll make it happen for you as opposed to which is at the end of the day what we are here for um but I think yeah I, I think it is just about like finding the balance of having fun and like making it good do you know what I mean but do you think the imposter syndrome pushed you guys to do more for the station than you might have not like might not have done if you didn't have that uh, in my case yeah I definitely I think so well I think so yeah. I don't I don't know about you no see I don't I would disagree because I was kind of always keen on like the content side of it anyway because like I say it's not really like a career option for me I've, I've studied pharmacy in case I've never told anyone that I've ever met um but I've sort of got that as a career like this is kind of like something for me to enjoy while I'm at uni and I think I was always keen on like making content and like making it the best I could anyway so 
I don't think it really affects me that much because Dom would always call me up and be like, Emma, I'm going into a meltdown. And I'd be like, Dom, it is what it is. Like, there's only so much we can do about it. You're day. really outing him here. <laughs> no, 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 I'm terrible. Like, he'll call me and I'll talk to him for like 25 minutes and I'll be like, can I actually ask my question now? But like, yeah, so, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I wouldn't say it's like stopped us from doing anything. I don't think it would have really been that different if we were any different. Um, but you can you can despite the fact that it's not a potential career you can still learn a lot from it would you say oh, your like people skills have got better and, and all that type of I don't really know what to categorize those things as like but you know what I mean like management, leadership mean. confidence all those type of things yeah like I'm, I'm quite lucky like I was quite confident anyway like I sort of talked to anyone that sort of family and Don became friends but like I will talk to anyone like it I doesn't really bother me stuff like that but then I do think maybe not so much people skills because obviously we've not been had we it been a normal year and we'd gone in and we'd done the presentations and we'd we'd done everything in person and we were kind of like we were like the heads of everything I think probably yeah but I wouldn't say necessarily no but then there's so many things I have learned like it's just made us so resilient and I don't know like persistent and making sure we get stuff done and like not stopping until we get what we want essentially which sounds I think really we're hard, both but... I think we're both kind of quite good with people anyway yeah but... Because we're both very, very loud, like <laughs> to, to the point where we'll talk over each other loud. So a phone, conversation well with us, a phone <laughs> conversation with us is is, a, is just a mess. It's it's overlapsing <laughs> conversation. And like that's that's one of the things I was worried about actually leading meetings with Emma because I knew it would get sidetracked and we'd come onto one thing and then it would just like snowball into something else. But yeah, I, so I think in terms of that like our people skills I think I think we probably did miss doing all the presentations because we are I know, that's, so often, that's <laughs> I know that's something we would have been good at and yeah. yeah and I know we would have been able to recruit people like in person because we're just we're loud and annoying and we'll never leave that you alone that makes it sound so bad like genuinely like that makes it actually sound like horrendous people um but yeah it's kind of true <laughs> So if you are, you you sound like you guys are big you're big on the old fun. Any highlights of that was the weirdest segue into a question I've ever done, but I'm 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 writing it. Um, what what are your favourite moments from your times in student radio? I mean, even just to be honest, like I would say, even sitting in like the back of exec meetings last year, like it always just feels like sitting in the corner on the sofa, like laughing about something when we should have been paying more attention. But honestly, I think that is just the story of both of our lives, like. I don't know I think just you'd have to put some of the events out there as like funny and um, we did we hosted a silent disco last year in which I sent Dom the videos of his dancing for the other day and like just stuff like that is fun like I think because we've made such good friends throughout it like us and obviously other people as well I just think when we're all together like it's just fun at the end of the day and that's like I say I'm very much an advocate for like at the point it's not fun like why are you bothering because for me, for me anyway I suppose if it's more of a career choice maybe not but I don't know yeah definitely always having fun but yeah I just, I just say like hanging out in the studio which obviously you can't do now I don't know just messing around so your so your favorite memories from student radio are messing around in executive <laughs> yeah it sounds terrible but it was actually quite funny <laughs> They were quite funny, yeah. <laughs> I, Actually, no, I'm the chat show last year was fun. I was I'm like not um, a troublemaker, but <laughs> I am. I am in those meetings. <laughs> well, I, I was before I was for, I, I was uh, into into the management role. But yeah, I'd I'd agree. Like some of our events have been class. Like we did a fight night. Which, well, we've done multiple fight nights, which was what we won our 
uh, SRA award for and that, that was brilliant it was just like watching a, a real like actual live boxing event with punditry and like you know like ring announcers it, it was fantastic and that that is something that will stay with me for a very long time until I lose my memory and the uh, 20 minutes you spent talking about your rabbit that was like the highlight of that dog or... I, I mean, like, there were many there were many drinks drunk before that point but like, it's not fun. like generally we just like everything is just fun at the end of the day and I think that is a massive NSR thing I don't know like we are everyone that drinking. came before was like no 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 okay but, you say um, that you say that Emma, but there was a there was a point last year when James, did, and Lorna, yeah, but... James and Lorna said to me who who were our previous station managers they were like Dom, we're worried that we've turned NSR into a drinking society. What do you mean you're worried? <laughs> it was, it was always it was a drinking society. Not at all. I think if we do we do go out and have social fun and as an exec, we are all friends and it's, it is a very inclusive like society, I would say. Like it's not cliquey. I think sometimes you approach some societies and then mm. there's a bit of a reputation like that. But I do think it is dead inclusive and I don't know. Yeah, just fun. That sounds so boring. That makes it sound like. No, but so that. like, but like student radio, you have like the people that join that are like super keen to go into the industry. And then you have the people that join for fun. And then you like the people that join for fun sometimes go towards the middle and then in my eyes they make the most entertaining content your station very much sounds like it's a bunch of people from the the middle would that be a fair analysis i would say yeah to be fair i'd say it's yeah. probably more people that edge towards like they, they want to get into radio or they like really enjoy listening to the radio i would say there's a lot less of people like me who are in it just for the laugh but then i disagree i think because we've been involved with exec or like view of it is slightly distorted I think I think there are much more people who are just in it for the fun but because we've like been involved on a on another level we kind of see it as like oh these are the people that want to go into the industry so you're saying you guys are out of touch with your station (laughs) maybe (laughs) no not at all (laughs) I, just, I think it is it is tough because obviously this year it's so difficult to like meet all your members and usually we'd be like come along come to the studio have a chat with us like we'll show you the ropes and everything and this year it's all online like there's only so many zoom calls you can have with people and have you guys been doing zoom socials for your station oh my gosh it's, oh. i hate zoom i'm so over zoom like no we more. have done we we did do one and it was <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> difficult it was difficult because it just ended up being like one new person and then it's just the rest of the exec. People, people <laughs> don't want to come to like something where they don't know anyone on zoom and like usually it is just yeah. a nice atmosphere like coming to the studio like it's right in the middle of the SU and people will come and like start a show and like get the training but obviously because it's all just online I think it is difficult to get engagement to be honest but I would say there like, was done a decent enough job. No it, it does very much sound like it there, there was a week in October when Southampton was still tier two that we realized no but no it wasn't tier twos it was lower than that this is when you could still do rule of six and i was like i need to make sure that people that join sonar can like engage and like i, I want to get to know them and i was like but i can't do anything so so there was a week where i just booked a table of six every day at this same pub like this, this <laughs> bar that we always go to and i was i posted on the group i was like who wants to come to these things and and I was like, and and people filled, said they weren't able to go. So for, for for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I went to the same place every day at the same time with five random people from my society <laughs> each time. And it was one of the weirdest things possible. Your social life was know. booming that week, <laughs> Yeah, but like, 
those people are the ones that are still engaged now because like they actually got to know people within the society whereas like the people that didn't bother coming are the ones that don't just probably muted me on the facebook group <laughs> because they're not interested in seeing me post being like anyone remote broadcasting no okay oh, it is no so worries. hard though but I, I do agree like it is the people once you get people engaged like they do tend to stay engaged which i think is like a massive thing um but yeah it is difficult it's just COVID times isn't it but we're having fun so that's the main thing are you what what are your guys plans post station manager oh go on Dom oh okay I'll go first um yeah so as as Emma said I'm very much like a media guy so uh I'm going to be running for the editor of the student paper which is like a you know a normal sabbatical officer election so hopefully I'm going to be doing that for next year but then if not, I'm going to do a master's in journalism and start off my little media career. That's cool. Good luck. Good luck with that, man. Thank you. Go on, yeah. Emma. And, um... and I'm on that the other end. I start, I start working in Newcastle hospitals in August, start my final year of my pharmacist training. So yeah, You're basically nothing to do with radio. So I'm kind of... Hospital radio? You could... Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll. I think I'll focus on the career. I don't know. It's, it's tough because I'm. I picked a very career-driven degree, so I'm sort of like forced to go down that avenue now. But who knows? Five years down the line, we might. We might re-specialize again once I'm sick of being a pharmacist. Maybe. <laughs> well, we we've come to the end of the chat, and I, I always try to leave give you the opportunity so you guys could just promote nsr and yourselves so, so just go for it just go crazy i'm gonna start plugging his instagram now <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna plug my instagram over, but you you can you can plug the station's instagram yeah so on socials we're at this is nsr we post some good stuff like dom said we've got all these great new great new content coming out and to be fair like content is actually gonna be good this semester last semester it was all putting out fires this this term we've got um good content coming up so i'm excited there's a series a called like grad britain right oh yeah so, uh, we speak to alumni yeah that's good and then we've yeah. got you say we you you speak to alumni yeah, <laughs> that was sort of me just sliding into everyone's dms on insta um and then yeah we've got some back elections coming up like i've got lots of ideas I've got lots of lots of stuff uh, up the sleeve so, yeah well thank you guys for chatting to me and, and good luck with the rest of the academic thank year. you thank you That is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Station Manager Files and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode.